Caffeinated faith with Ray Andy. Jesus Talk. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> How are you doing today? <laughs> I'm doing good. How are you? Uh, I'm okay. I am. I'm excited. A little nervous, but excited. I was just going to say that. Spread the word of Jesus. Mm-hmm. So we are what? We are Caffeinated Faith with Ray and E. <laughs> I am Ray, in case you didn't catch that. <laughs> Rachel and Elissa. Right, right. Um, we hope you liked our little intro song. <laughs> You'll be hearing that every episode. It's one of a kind. <laughs> <laughs> one of a kind, written by me, E. <laughs> me, E. <laughs> <laughs> me, E. Um, so we had actually posted about our... Um, title of our podcast called caffeinated faith on instagram so those of you who are not on there um it's just basically talking about like we obviously love jesus and coffee jesus the most but we love jesus and coffee um and the idea for our name is that when it comes to our faith like we'll be sure to give it the fuel that we need and the energy that it deserves mm-hmm. um just to become the strongest thing god that we could possibly be and mm-hmm. just show the experience of us because like we're still humans at the end of the day so like maybe like show like what we've gone through in our past to our friendship because we've been friends for seven years i believe so, our ups and downs right. also and like how we got closer right through jesus and everything and obviously have some fun because i feel like <laughs> yes this never which will actually be <laughs> talked about afterwards but um yeah. i feel like anytime we get together it's always like singing and acting funky that's why we want to incorporate um everything along with him mm-hmm have some fun and some um, Jesus. I just want to say, though, oh, I'm so I think this this podcast is going to be really cool because you have. Well, we have you and I, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you, you grew up in the faith. So you have a much different background than I. And some shocking, probably. <laughs> yes. And me, I didn't grow up in the faith. I mean, I had been to Christian church a couple times, but. Um, it's just going to be cool to see the difference the between dynamic. you and I. Yeah. yeah. And how at the we're end different. of all this, we basically end up with a similarity of like an yeah. interest, obviously. Yeah. That's like our part. morals and how we live our lives. And I feel like that's a big part, too, because it's like <clears throat> uh, like when we get together, it's always like positive. It's not like we are, we are obviously like agreeing to do the same lifestyle. So it's not like. Yeah. Yeah. That's the beauty in it. <laughs> Sorry, just like we... looking at your eyes. Did you see a sparkle in my eye? I saw a little eyebrow action too. Okay. Um. Well, yeah, different walks, and we're here now. Yes. So, <clears throat> I actually think it's funny um, how we became friends. But before that, like my first, like, oh boy, <laughs> what'd you bad. think of me? It's so I'll get to that part afterwards, but like my first like impression of you is obviously going to be different than like your first day of meeting me, I feel, because mm-hmm. I don't know if you actually remember the very first day. Oh, I do, girl. Oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> um, <clears throat> because so like when I met you, I was 20 years old. I came out of cosmetology school. I was going right into the salon life and I was going for the interview and the manager <laughs> wasn't there yet. And so I walk in and I'm just I'm this quiet girl like um minding my own business because I was so shy back then and I see this girl like she's like oh the manager will be here in a few minutes like just come and sit Who's down. The girl? I'm like all right you. <laughs> so so I come in and you're like 
hi yeah so you can have a seat she'll be in in a few moments i'm like okay so i'm minding my business my mind's running on like what i'm supposed to like talk about to the manager and then i see this chick just like singing and whipping around the broomstick like (laughs) just making her own little concert that's what i do best (laughs) and i'm like all right girl you do you and what did you think of me did you like that part I thought you were definitely different. You're unique in your own way than Jesus has created for you. Um, what's Love it called? That. I don't know. My first impression of you at that time was like, okay, this girl obviously isn't afraid to show who she is. I feel like you mm-hmm. knew you were different anyway. So like, I feel like you and just I didn't, didn't care. Jinx. <laughs> 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 and I'm like, all right. And meanwhile, I'm this little girl, like quiet, hurtled up. Like I just wanted to be in a corner because oh I was gosh. shy. What 10 years can do. 10 years? I know. Yeah, because I'll be 30 in a few months, and then I was 20. Right. So these last 10 years have been... It's been a roller coaster. <laughs> it's just been crazy and how much I like came out of my shell. Right? Oh, my gosh. You've grown so much. Yeah. Well, I just here love I am now, to see so. where you came. So where <laughs> oh, she was when I met her. So Was that the first day you actually like remembered? Or I do remember. I remember swinging the broom around and everything. I remember singing. <laughs> you were the only one in there. <laughs> But I also remember how genuine I just thought you were. Because, you know, anyone could have just (laughs) been giving me dirty looks (laughs) singing with a broom the first time I meet them. (laughs) You meet them. So, I don't know. I thought um, you definitely looked shy, but but super nice and genuine. And... Like I wouldn't kill a fly. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, exactly. Um... And I thought you were so cute, and I was just excited. Like a little kid, cute. Like yeah, like you, you had your braces, braces, and you just you I looked have, so young. Oh, I about braces. Let's not bring <clears> that back. Um, but that's really all I remember from the first day. But after that, I just feel like I don't know. We just we just talked, well, and we just linked up after that. Like we were interested in each other, like being each other's friend. You know why I think that is right too? away. Why? I, I also think it's because, um, like, if you look at all my like close friends, they're all different, and I feel like I just go for like not normal, like different, like outside the box, <laughs> I, like friends. It's not me. a bad thing. Yeah, um, it makes everything interesting and more exciting in life, I guess. Yeah, but it's just funny because like you were definitely that. Like you checked <laughs> off all those boxes. And like, crazy it, how we were total opposites, but we they say opposites attract, so I guess they that do. works outside of relationships, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> Oh, um, man. Did, did you have, like, a memory of me after my first day of meeting you that, you, like, came right after? Or, did, or not really? Oh, all I could think about is that day. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the thing that pops up right now is I think I invited her over one day. And I was like, <laughs> do you want some wine? <laughs> and... We were just total goose. We had like one glass of wine. Was that when we were upside down on the couch? Yes. They made the snaps. <laughs> one cup of wine did it for us. <laughs> we were just we were just having so much fun. And I think that's one day where we really connected. Yeah. Um, just because we you stepped out of your shell and we were just being so fun and laughing together. I still have those that videos was actually <laughs> with yeah. the filters on. <clears throat> and then there's so many memories after that. Um, good and bad yeah we'll get to that another time yeah we just we've been through a couple things that we'll we could talk about on another day yeah 
Look at us now. That's hilarious, actually. <laughs> what? I, That's I'm just, just what popped up. I'm just replaying head. that video in my head, like, all, like with our laughs and everything, because the, <laughs> the filters alien. changed your. Yeah, because the filters changed your voice. So. Anyways, oh my goodness. Oh, and then soon after that, I started asking you questions. Oh, about yeah. church about jesus because when i found out your family you know and because ran a church i feel like you also found out not intentionally like it's not like i went up to you and said hey my family is this um yeah. i feel like it's because at work well i would always just live my life normally like how we all should yeah. um but i think i was at work and like a few times some of the girls was like oh we're gonna hang out and do this on a sunday or wednesday or whatever the case was and i was like sorry i have church i have church i have church yeah, yeah, and then yeah. you were like what is this church you keep talking about <laughs> Um, I found out through the grapevine. Yeah. <laughs> and it's funny because Millie was only two. Two, I yeah. think. Yeah. I only had one daughter at that time. Now she has three. <laughs> <laughs> That's how long we've been friends. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, so I feel like just being not like, I guess you could say like an example, like just me just living my life. It wasn't like I was like making you right. know anything. Right. The curiosity that you had. But I was curious. Yes. I had asked you so many questions. And then soon after, I I went. Yeah. And our church was actually under construction still, kind of in a way, because we were yeah. still like remodeling from yeah. moving in. And so you were there literally from us being in one of the rooms. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I started for a few years and I stopped and I'll get to that after. But um, I've been full force for a year now since then. But... How about your background? <laughs> My background, okay. Yeah. So you start with childhood, I guess. Yeah, well, I mean, you gotta start from the like... bottom, right? <laughs> start from the bottom. So my background, I guess, is a little bit different. <clears throat> um, I was born and raised in a pastor's home because my dad was and is still a pastor. He became one when I was born. Um, and people might think, like, just because I'm a pastor's kid or whatever the case is, like, our family, they think that maybe, like, we're perfect or like we think we're superior but mm -hmm. that was honestly never the case um i especially because my parents are the ones who never really raised us on that they kind of they always spoke the truth um lived according to god's word and kept that as the foundation um but they're also humble and so that's what they taught us um we're still human so obviously we're still going to go through the ups and downs that any other christian would go through but childhood was actually pretty fun i'm not gonna lie um our house was obviously structured because being a christian you're gonna obviously live the faith so like live more in the light than the dark so we never yeah. had like any like i don't know what kind of dark things you would say like we couldn't really watch scary movies we never really like like there was no santa claus in her no house. santa claus i was not i that was child. so shocked when you told me that story i'm like what do you mean <laughs> where did the gifts come from and she was like jesus <laughs> my mom used to oh, say boy, that, I love that the tooth fairy was jesus my mom <laughs> used to also like i was never I that it. kid to grow up to be like santa claus they were like no so they were like <laughs> they were so i was never raised on santa claus or anything it was like mom and dad got that for you yeah um jesus provided mom and dad with the money so like you know you know what's crazy i remember you telling me i'm like what about other kids did you like spill did you spill that santa claus wasn't real i'm like I'm like I don't get it, and I then don't she. Think so. I remember you saying, um, "Was it about Haley?" No, I just remember you saying, 
like that you didn't really care like to to ruin it for anyone else you just kind of kept quiet to yourself well it just helped in my favor that i was shy so (laughs) that's true that's true and my mom always taught us like modesty and all that stuff so i just like knew when to speak when not to speak like Mm -hmm. i don't know but anyway my my childhood was structured and stuff like that but they always kept it fun in the household um and also um so they always instilled god in us any time that we were going through like ups and downs it's like oh go pray about it or talk to jesus like always go to god instead of something bad yeah um and they always made sure like we were in like church obviously so like even when i was sick my mom didn't care she's like you have a fever you bundle you up wrap you up she put me on the floor next to her chair like um jesus first honestly she said jesus heals he'll heal we could pray for you in church like (laughs) that's your hospital go to go to church um but they always instilled in us like till this day i could never like miss church unless i actually like need to but like i feel weird doing it so it's just like what they put in us um but it was fun because also i was in church skits church choirs i met i met jessica there so i decided to dabble outside of the christian life um i'm i was always brought up in the christian world and everything so like um i was always curious to know what was outside of that um which i would never dabble back into the world um but i was just like curious and so like i had some older friends i had my first boyfriend at the time who was not brought up in church Mm -hmm. so i was living vicariously through them and wanting to like see what it it was about you know? experience the world yeah so i made stupid decisions mm-hmm. that i regret to this day um but you're only human i am but then oh and then i was also <laughs> at ccri because i knew i wanted to go to college i just never knew what for and then i was a year and a half in and there's not much left and i decided to drop out so i flunked <laughs> my way out on purpose um to go oh. to cosmetology school which it worked for me in my favor <laughs> So instead of just quitting, you tried to flunk. Because my dad previously said, you're already a year and a half in, you might as well finish. And there's no way. I like, I'm more of a visual person, hands-on. I don't like people talking at me. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. So you flunked on purpose? Yes, because Jessica had this um, event at, co- at the cosmetology school, and they wanted the friends and family to come in, see what yeah. it's like. And so I looked at her because they let us do hands-on to see what it's like in their life. Hmm. I'm braiding. I'm curling. I'm like, this is what you do all day? I said, this is so easy. <laughs> Little did I know you got to formulate now. But, yeah, true. Um, That's the hard part. But, yeah, so. Oh, after... we're both cosmetologists, just so you know. Yes. New listeners. So um, after that that's when i was like i'm definitely flunking now so i flunked out went to my dad my dad found out he got so mad but there was something that he actually said that had me like snap out of it in a way and put like boundaries on my life now Mm -hmm. so like my dad had said after he was all mad and stuff he was like you know just because you're under the same household as your mom and dad who are saved who do pray every day who have that relationship with god doesn't mean that you're saved and i never thought about it like that because i was always in the christian like um world and everything like at church and in the house and everything and as you got older now you're responsible of your own right and i never actually like thought of it in that sense so when he said that i kind of (laughs) like jaw dropped i didn't know what to say back because that man was right um there was nothing to say back but just to like put boundaries on my life so it was kind of funny how it happened because i had like um uh, what's it called? I was on the radio and I was like, oh, let me start listening to K-Love because I wasn't really listening to Christian music 
outside of church. Right. So they actually had a commercial that said, oh, do the 30 day challenge. And that's when I started. And I never went back to the worldly music. So I was like putting boundaries on my life with that and with other stuff to get my path straight again. Yeah. I had to dust off the grass that got in between my yeah. path. Tell, tell them what you thought before COVID of Jesus coming back. Oh, that was actually right when COVID hit. <laughs> um, <laughs> so as I got my life on track and stuff like that, I got like job and everything. Um, I actually... COVID started. I'm not actually going to talk about COVID itself because I'm over it. But maybe one day. <laughs> I'm glad you find this funny. Um, I, I was like, what? Okay, so growing up in church as a kid, I always heard the terms of like Jesus is coming back, and I was always lazy minded back then. I never like if I wasn't really interested in something, I wouldn't put my mind to it. And so back then I was in church and I always heard Jesus is coming back as a kid. I'm but like, that's oh, okay. like your whole life. That's all you knew, right? My I never heard my parents talk about it at home. It was yeah. always just the older people at church, like always just saying it. And yeah. I never really paid attention in the services. <laughs> I never heard it. So during COVID, when COVID first started, and obviously the world is different now than what it was when I was a kid. Right. So I listened to, I kept hearing things, um, online with my christian friends on there and they were just like oh jesus has come back and i kept seeing it again i was like why is this hitting me more now than before and obviously i'm an adult i'm gonna pay more attention to stuff you like thought it was just a saying when you were yeah. a kid like jesus come back not really yeah but it's, now we know and now we know because i remember asking my mom and she goes rachel yeah like read your bible and i was this like oh crap real it's not just a phrase <laughs> and that's when i started getting more serious in my relationship i was yeah. like okay like no like yeah. i need to buckle down now get it right because and i could tell the growth that i had in my relationship with god from then until now yeah. because back when covid first started a few years back i was actually scared when i would hear people talking about it because i'm like crap i'm young like yeah. i want to get married i want to do this i want to do that right. i feel like i haven't lived my life yet and yeah. um I could tell I grew up because as time is going on and, I and now like more. you could talk about it, I don't care. I'm just like, yeah, I, yeah. And, like there's days where I'm like, Jesus, please come back. <laughs> like, yeah. Right. 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 <laughs> so much more open. So to it. I just thought it was funny. Understand. That it was, yeah. I don't know why I thought that. Now I'm thinking back. I'm like, really, Rachel? <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Now I just try to do my best. Come a long way. Yeah. That's the word. I just want to say one thing <laughs> from 10 years ago to now. Oh, yay. Rachel, she was this timid, shy girl that she was still fun. And she, you know, once she knew you, she she was outgoing, but she didn't always stick up for herself. I feel like, oh, my gosh, just like a couple years ago, all of a sudden she just tells you how it is now. She's just she's <laughs> bloomed into this butterfly and like career wise and just like mentally. Um, I feel like I kind of had to. Yeah, um, it's, it's just crazy seeing the difference. I feel like because I was always, um, I don't know what the word would be exactly, but I would obviously, I would definitely let people walk all over me. Yeah. If they come at me, like, I yeah. wouldn't really say anything back. I would just bite my tongue and, like, just right. move it on. But I feel like just going through some of the life experiences and stuff, it kind of <laughs> pushed me to because I'm like, okay, right. no, like, everybody keeps walking all over me. Like, it's time for me to put my foot down. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what's it called but so <clears throat> during COVID although like I I feel like I did spiritually grow within the last I don't know how long it's been now four years with that um I feel like 
it definitely COVID was actually good for me <laughs> because between growing with God, I was able to get a house. I was able to get married and engage like the yeah. whole nine yards, like literally in yeah. that little time span of like, I don't know how long it was a year. That's one good thing it did. <laughs> it got Rachel it ca- stronger. Well, it kind of got me also like, um, off track of like listening to the world stuff because yeah. I was able to be my little positive bubble and right. like yeah. happy thoughts, you know? And that's what I tried to always think of during COVID because I was depressing. Yeah. But there was actually one thing I feel like that also helped me get out there um, at church and like be out of my shell. So I don't know if, well, you definitely remember this, but you were actually the one because you were different, obviously. Yeah. You're, so you're like, Rachel, you're too like, you're too I felt like I was too structured for you and so you were just like no like we're gonna ha- like have you do things that challenge yourself <laughs> weekly do you remember that he challenged you <laughs> like go one time I definitely said no to this he said like go out there and like just he says make some type of animal sound like just like in front of some I was oh like my God. no <laughs> like that's definitely not in my um thing but you, you actually do it now though possibly <laughs> i definitely would i'm definitely more out now than i was before but oh, there was a time when you had actually um pushed me to do my first special at church oh yeah you were like yeah i dare you to go sing in front of the church i was like huh i, said, I was uh, like you won't i just you won't do it because i would psychology <laughs> <laughs> i feel like i'm definitely like the late bloomer in the family but i love that though like not what? well i love <laughs> i love that you're finally singing oh and yeah. talking Oh, yeah. I'm like, you know, I don't know. When I first met you, you wouldn't dare to sing on stage at church. And now nope. for years, you've been background. You sing specials. You've you've told your testimony. Oh, yeah. So, well, um, dang. yes. Okay. There's so much about me, but I'm, I'm going to narrow it down. Um, so, basically, um, my parents split really young. Um I was probably two years old and um, my father wasn't really that great to my mother. But um, so then my my mom got remarried and he ended up being a physical and mental abuser. So along with all her health issues, she also was hit and, you know, mentally abused, too. So I saw a lot of that for a while. And then she finally got out. I was I don't even know how old I was, probably probably 11 i don't know um you must have been scarred (laughs) i saw a few things that i wish i had never seen um but i also saw my grandfather smack him straight across the face (laughs) for doing that to my mom dang so but i was a kid i shouldn't have said um saw that anyway um so after that my mom you know she had a few boyfriends but never really found the one for her um so then in middle school, I don't know why, I decided to have a boyfriend. That's healthy. <laughs> I mean, I shouldn't <laughs> talk, but... I guess I was, I don't know, maybe that's why where I found my identity, I don't know. But I had a boyfriend from age 12 to 18. 12? 12 to 18. <laughs> oh my gosh. And then we split. Oh, that, that was another thing in itself. But um, do I don't feel, recommend that at all. <laughs> do you feel like that relationship didn't go well because of the experience you had? Like, because you know how parents set examples. Mm-hmm. So like maybe your parents didn't set the right example. Do you feel like that kind of carried on to your relationships after that? Or 
I'm not sure, honestly. I don't know if it had to do with that or not. Um, I did know that he, he seemed a little controlling towards the end of it, and I lost all attraction towards him, mm-hmm. sadly. And, you know, you have to you have to feel good and be attracted to your partner, too. But I don't know. We were so young. It just didn't work out. He moved to New York. It didn't work out. So then my mom, my mom also, she grew up very sick, and... Um, when I had, I went to hair school pretty much. Um, actually, very similar to you. I went to CCRI for a little bit, and did then you I flunk out. <laughs> or no. did you actually finish the whole thing? No. But my friend that went to Tony and Guy, she actually invited me to be a model for her, and I fell in love with the school. So kind of like you, you kind of like saw it. But did and... you like finish CCRI? No, I just stopped. You just never showed up again. I, I went for maybe a little less than a year. and Oh, at least that's better than a year and a half. <laughs> I just, yeah, I just kind of gave up on it and I went to hair school. <laughs> but I'm happy about that. That's I funny. had met Clay, that's my husband. I yeah. I had met Clay through a friend at hair school. It's actually just a blind date. She really? was like, I think you guys would be good together. Oh, well, and, look um, at you now. <laughs> yeah, and three kids later. Sheesh. Marriage, house, everything. Um, so as, as soon as I had my first daughter, Amelia, my brother had um, went to the hospital, and he, he tried to fight for his life for nine days, and he didn't make it. Um. So that was a really hard thing. Amelia was only two weeks old. So oh wow, yeah, Your emotions it was... were definitely up there too. Huh? Your emotions must have like definitely been up there too. Aside from like everything yeah. happening with him, like I feel like after giving birth, you're also like yeah, it was it was crazy. Um, but my mind almost just went to like motherhood mode and like I have to take care of this baby, and I feel like I grieved more like years after. I definitely was upset and crying. You know, I didn't feel good, but I had to, like, shake myself out of it almost to raise this new baby I had. Right. Yeah. So, um, so you know, it pops up. It definitely popped up later, and it pops up now. Um, but then, um, then my grandfather passed after that, and there's been a lot of um, drug abuse in my family. So, like, with my dad and grandfather and brother and then um i also had like a cousin pass away in the sleep there was just Sheesh. i've seen a lot of crap oh my gosh um so i don't know that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy and you're how old now like at that time like when your brother um, passed i was like 22 i was like 22 that's crazy, and so mm-hmm. you and you're still obviously pretty young at that time. I started You've smoking weed very, very young, maybe, maybe like freshman year of high school. Wow. Yeah, um, I I did it just a little bit then, but as I began into my senior year, I I smoked weed a lot more. Definitely regret it. You just you don't want to do that to your brain. Especially when you're developing, too. Like, oh, your brain is yeah. growing. And mm-hmm. Yeah, not good. Um, and I heavily used no. it after high school, too. I know. Just say no. I was actually in the Just Say No program in school. Really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. As a kid. How different you we were. <laughs> I wasn't the worst kid in school, but I definitely was a troublemaker. 
Um, like my problem was singing in class. Shocker. <laughs> like they would send me to another room because I was humming and that's how I concentrated though. So yeah. So we met at Chi Spa. I started going to your church for maybe like two, three years. Even yeah. my husband was going with me too. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know, after when I was pregnant with my third daughter, I was very overwhelmed in life and that not that that's, that is an excuse at all, but I I also wasn't putting my all in it. Like I I didn't pray, I didn't read the Bible. You're it only felt doing good it at church. Right. It felt good to be in church, but I definitely didn't take it as serious as I should have. So you feel like you were like half in half out. Mhm. And so I ended up taking what was it like 3 years off. Yeah. And that was probably the worst time of my life i feel like that was also the only bump that we ever had in our friendship as well yeah because i feel like you also stopped because of whatever we had gone through as well because i remember that conversation but i could have put a toll on it too but i it was it was a mixture of everything yeah you know um i had done some really bad things in that time i i wanted to drink and go out and it was just not it was really rocky in my marriage that that's a story for another time Mm -hmm. but um yeah it wasn't good about i mean about a year ago now maybe like 10 months yeah um i was going through a ton in my marriage and i really thought that it wasn't gonna last and we were we were gonna get a divorce and i was so afraid of that so i started all of a sudden i was just like i'm gonna start praying I was living with this pit in my stomach. This is one of my testimonies. (laughs) I was living with this pit in my stomach over the course of years. But the past, I mean, before I had started praying, it had been there for so long, like months. It just would not go away. I felt sick to my stomach, this pit in my stomach. So I'm like, I'm going through way too much. I need to, I need to start praying. So I literally, I started praying and I asked God if he could help to remove the pit from my stomach and that I want to start, you know, learning about him more. And I was just way more interested all of a sudden. And I think it was like three or four days after me praying that pit went away. And that's what, that's the start of it all. That that's the start. Like there's no denying that Jesus took that pit out of my stomach. So it was just, it was just so beautiful. And I, I could never turn back. Was that because, oh, because before you started going to church, mm-hmm. you were like, oh, but it's far. Oh, but this, oh, but that. And I was yeah. like, that just sounds like a bunch of Excuse. excuses. Mm-hmm. Like, if you could go to BJ's and Seekonk from mm-hmm. East Greenwich, why can't you go to yeah. North Providence, which is closer? Mm-hmm. Um, and I just remember like at the end of everything, I was like, just go to church, just go to church, just go to church. <laughs> yeah. Like it's my like response for everything. Um, and you actually came that Sunday. I was shocked. I was like, you definitely... She definitely was persistent <laughs> on texting me for several weeks in a row to come to church. And then one day I finally did. I started with praying and I was like, I don't have to go to church all the time. But then Rachel, she definitely got me there. And I'm so glad you did because <laughs> I honestly have so much fun at church. I'm literally I'm on the worship team now and I'm literally there from 8 a.m. to 1230. Like 1230. <laughs> 
I don't even care if I'd stay longer. I love it. Now, you know how love much it. fun you're having now, right? Mm-hmm. Now, picture me as a kid in church back then. I was just, like, having the time of my life. <laughs> and so, like, I look at so my cute. nieces and nephews, look like, running around, and I'm like, I was literally <laughs> your age. I wish I could go back to that. Oh, my goodness. I don't know. Wow. I, it, just, it was just different, because now you're an adult. Now you got to, like, actually right. do things. But, um. So, that's a little background on us. So, I was lost. But now you're found. But I I did have actually a couple of verses that I went back to um, throughout the time of like my life because obviously there's ups and downs. Um, But so hold on, let me see. So there were a couple that I found. So like um, in the beginning, like when my dad snapped me out of it and he was like, oh, you know, like you have to like do your own thing, Um, not just because you're under our roof. I thought and before that, even like as a kid, my dad and mom always like they were a great job of like being that example of what should be and like yeah. right between right and wrong and everything. Right. So in Proverbs 22, six, um, it says train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. So although I went through all that time as a kid, that. the seed got planted, but like, even though I didn't pay attention always in church, that seed was always planted. Right. So, um, and because my parents always instilled going to God and everything first when I was a kid, yeah. when I was going through the trouble and hard times, obviously nothing else would help it. So I'd be like, you know what? Go to God, pray. Because right. that's what was instilled in me. So I never departed from it. So like, even now I'm like, Jesus, 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 <laughs> yes. like go to God, pray about it. And that's what I want to do for my kids mm. and my family. I want to change the future. Yeah. And they're for still young that. enough too. So they're at a yeah. good soaking sponge age. Yeah. And they love it. They love to be there, too. When I was going through my experiences, like, as a teenager, because I was, like, trying to dabble out there, um, (laughs) when I would pray throughout the hard times, there was Philippians 4, 6 that says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and mind you in minds as you live in Christ Jesus. And yeah. So. And that's the only way that you're going to receive Jesus. If you do pray and you talk to him and you seek him out, you just get like this, like overall, like, I don't know. I felt more at peace, calm. Cause right. I did have like anxiety of like fear of the future. And then my mom was just like, but you know who holds your future? And I was like, you know what? You're right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. um, now just like anything I go through, whether it's good or bad, I'm honestly, I don't get anxious anymore because he's just always giving you that peace and everything. Yeah. But also, I always feel grateful because I feel like although I went through stuff, although I backslid, I never, God never left me without. And no. at times when I would randomly, something would happen that's great that came from him. I'm just like, but why? Because <laughs> like, I wasn't always the best. So like, I never felt like I deserved some of the stuff that I got. Yeah. Um, but for feeling grateful in first Thessalonians five sixteen through 18, it says, always be joyful. Never stop praying. Be thankful in all circumstances for this is God's will for you who belongs to Christ Jesus. Yes. Praise him through the storm. That just brings me back to the song. Mm-hmm. I'll praise you in the storm. Such a good song. <laughs> but that's the way, even though we go through all these hard times in life, all God wants is for you to surrender to him and still choose him through all the hard times. And honestly, I feel like you go through hard times so you could get close to him. Because oh, yeah. where else are you going to turn to, you know? I mean, I wouldn't be here <laughs> if I wasn't going through all of that. Right. You know, that that's what brought me. And that's okay. Some people are afraid 
of that. Some people are like, I don't want God to see my flaws or He already knows you know, it. He knows everything. <laughs> he already made your life. He already has your paths set out for you. Now you just gotta yes. let him do the work. Well yep. you meet him halfway, but yes. Let him do that for you. Yep. Do you I have to be so we're gonna we have a little passage that we wanna talk about. It's um about the seeds that God spreads. And the scattered and, um, seeds. So I'm gonna read this. Um, so this is Matthew 13, 18 through 23. Listen to the explanation of the parable about the farmer planting seeds. The seed that fell on the footpath represents those who hear the message about the kingdom and don't understand it. Then the evil one comes and snatches away the seed that was planted in their hearts. The seed on the rocky soil represents those who hear the message and immediately receive it with joy. But since they don't have deep roots, they don't last long. They fall away as soon as they have problems or are persecuted for believing God's word. The seed that fell among the thorns represents those who hear God's word, but all too quickly the message is crowded out by the worries of this life and the lure of wealth. So no fruit is produced. Finally, the seed that fell on the good soil represents those who truly hear and understand God's word and produce a harvest of 30, 60, or even 100 times as much as had been planted. I just love the passage. I love it. Love it. You also love this one line (laughs) that you were reading. Um, I have a different version than you, so I don't mm-hmm. know if it's going to be the right one, but it was when the part where they say, um, this is he who received the seed by wayside. So by he who received the seed on stony places, mm-hmm. he who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy. I just have you in my head because <laughs> you're like, he immediately receives it with joy. I just think it's crazy because, you know, the, the seeds on the rocky soil, which is what you just said, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they they literally they re- they receive it. These people receive it immediately with joy. Then I but they don't have yeah their their roots aren't deep. So as soon as they have a problem or something that's not perfect in their life, they just fall away. That's crazy because like how can you be one but then fall away fall away right away? They hear good things, but all the worries get in the way, and that's what we have to we have to pray about, and we have to ask God for that strength to get through that. Um, I feel like I've been through all of these, though. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So before we get into that, though, um, just to break down each thing, because that's what I had to do when I read it. So, yeah. like, because um, these four different, like, ways is how are the different ways that people respond to God's word, <laughs> which mm-hmm. is kind of sad in some ways. But um, so for the footpath, um, those who hear the message, but only to have Satan once come and take it away. So people who may have a hard heart or are skeptical and don't understand the word. They just shove it away right away. They reject it. Rejection. So, um, but so they don't have the deep roots, right? So someone who doesn't have a close relationship with God and doesn't want the commitment, but they still want to go to heaven. Like they don't want to do the work, but they want to just yeah go, which it doesn't work that way. Sorry yeah. to break it to you guys. That was me the first time around. Yeah. 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 Um, and the thorns. Oh, the thorns. Can you tell us about the thorns? The thorns. Okay. So others who hear God's word, but all too quickly are crowded 
um, out with the worries of this life and other desires. So they may put like fear over faith, money over God, worldly things over heavenly things. Um, and it's not a fun life out there, guys. So <laughs> it's so not fun. Oh, Jesus. So like your spiritual life slowly dies out. Right. Basically. So what we want, what we want, what do we want is Matthew 13, 18, 23. <laughs> The seed that fell on good soil represents those who truly hear and understand God's word. With a good and honest heart. Yes. And they produce a bigger harvest because of it. Right. Jesus, honestly, I'm going to I'm gonna read the mustard seed real quick because this kind of coincides with it. So this is the mustard seed. It's a little different, but it's Matthew 17, 20. And it says, you don't have enough faith. Jesus told them, I tell you the truth. If you had faith, even as small as a mustard seed, you could say to this mountain, move from here to there and it would move. Nothing would be impossible. I think that's so beautiful because what God is saying is it doesn't matter where you start. Like you could just, as long as you have that little bit of faith and you're putting some action towards it, he's going to grow you Mm. and he's going to, he's going to give you all you need. Just by that little, little amount of faith. Mm-hmm. There's so many stories in the Bible that go with that, too. They but. always say, come as you are, <laughs> for a reason. Yeah, um, come as you are. It doesn't matter. Give what a little. Your, your past is your past. Everybody has a past. Right. Um, it's when you want to take, like, that first step into yeah. believing and seeing. And, and only, I feel like everybody has their own personal walk with God. Only you can experience what God can do. Yeah. Um, but you first got to put that foot out there. Right. <laughs> like, take that first step. Yes. And as for the for for the soil and and the the seeds, what we were talking about before, we represent the soil, right? Mm-hmm. So we're either the rocky soil, um the footpath, the thorns, or thorns. the good soil, right? Yes, I want to be the good soil. <laughs> good soil all the way. So we want to be that good soil and what I got out of that passage is basically even if you didn't grow up in the faith like Rachel, we're if you're dedicated, wherever you start is good enough for God. You want to just change your heart to be that good soil and accept it. And that's how you're going to grow. If you're not if you're not truly believing or putting the effort in, it's it's just not going to grow. It's really not. Right. And then like for us, um we can't <clears throat> control how others obviously take the word of God or how they use it or whatever the case is, whichever right. one they apply to. Um but all we can do is just continue to be faithful and like continue to plant those seeds in others. Like how yeah. I planted in you, I planted in Marley, I planted in whoever else. And that, that's what we're trying to do here right now. Like It's our job on earth anyway. It is our <laughs> job. And actually, it's so fulfilling. We're supposed to like live like Jesus. If God, yeah. if God sent Jesus back then to do all that, obviously yeah. he's going to send us to do the same thing so yeah. that we can all glorify him together yeah. in heaven. And the yeah. mansion that I could only afford. <laughs> like, right? Yes. Oh, I can't wait to meet Jesus. I love him. Oh, my God. I love Jesus so much. Um, Although, I do have to say about you. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but honestly, though, I was um, oh, thinking about it the other day. Um, like, it's crazy. Before we started this podcast and stuff, I just, I know before you talked about, like, how you've seen me in the last 10 years grow. Yeah. But I've seen you literally at all parts of your life. Well, yeah. Not the way back then stuff, but um, your first time going to church until now. Um, and I definitely see a difference in you. Um, I feel like 
like before you're obviously going through the motions and stuff like that i've been there mm-hmm. but um when you started coming back i like kept an eye on you i was like let me see like she legit this time around <laughs> just because like at me from well because also we weren't close within the three years that you were out of church we weren't yeah. to, like together at the time anyway right. so i was just trying to like see but anyway the way that you have been i don't know i think it's just the way like i see you like talking like even just now you said i just love jesus like you just randomly <laughs> say that throughout the days anyway um and just seeing like how you just do. like i don't know just are like your actions and everything especially now thank being you. at church and everything so like on stage thank you you can thank him for that thank you jesus you really can thank him for that because <laughs> i would not be like this without him i didn't even read a book probably like since high school now we read the book Bible every single day. Honestly, like I know, I want more. Like I know I was brought up in it, but I never yeah. really read books. Um, yeah. I just never really understood. I would have to reread it, reread it, try yeah. to understand it so many times. Um, I don't know if it's because my mind was just lazy. I didn't want to comprehend what I was yeah. reading, or if I actually have a problem. Yeah. But um, I feel like, but definitely now because my like walk with God is stronger and better. Right. I feel like I, as you said, I do want more each day so i think that's why i also cracked this book open the only book you will ever find me reading this book is alive the saying is true this book is alive and some things that like we obviously read here i've experienced him a lot whether i was in a good spot with him or bad so it's legit guys yes (laughs) legit and also if you are new to the faith it's um it's really wise of you to get a bible that you that you will understand like there are some even simpler than this one but we use the the nlt yes we use the new living translation bible and that's that's an easy text if you're a beginner but there's even another one too we could write it in the yeah so like when i read the bible i always if i had to pick like a regular like translation that there was before Mm -hmm. i always go for new king james um Mm -hmm. it's just easier there's no thou's (laughs) um and then um if I need more of a breakdown, I'll go to the NLT, so the New Living Translation. That's like a conversation, like how we're having. Yeah. Um, but the message version is the other one that you could also go to, um, and that like really dumbs it down. So love that. <laughs> there's always a translation for anybody that needs yeah. to understand, so there's no excuses. <laughs> love that. Yeah. Um, which of the four pathways <laughs> you feel like you were prior to being the good soil? Well, with the three. I oh my say. goodness! I feel like, I feel like it was in order. Literally, I'm serious. Because, I was at first, I was on the footpath, right? I heard it and I didn't understand at the beginning. I didn't. I looked at the Bible and I was like, "What?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I just threw it out because I was just like, "I don't, I don't understand." But I'll stay in church, you know. I feel like yeah, also other just... influences, like uh, mm-hmm. um, other people that would say, oh, give you advice about something, it'll take that before going to Jesus. Yeah, of course. And then was I, I looked at this yesterday, I'm like, it's literally in order. Um, what's the next one? Oh, the rocky soil. So then I started to receive it. Like, I loved it. I received it with joy, right? But I didn't. I didn't do the work behind it. So those roots weren't there. I enjoyed being in church. I enjoyed the word, but I didn't, I didn't. It was like that feel good feeling. Yes. So that's the second one. And then the third one, that's basically, I mean, when I fell off pretty much because I was so anxious that, you know, 
I was basically the thorn kind of just like stabbing everything ahead of me. Just I wasn't letting anything in. Mm. I, I stopped. I was too anxious and I cared about other things. So literally one, two, three. And now I'm at four and I'll never turn back because God has changed my life. Um, I feel like I don't know. I feel I think I went back and forth between two of them. Um, like maybe like throughout my teen years, I would probably say I was the rocky soil, the gravel. Because like I heard his teachings, but right. I was like on and off with it. So yeah. I was just surface level with God. Yeah. But like that was um, what's it called? Um, I also relate to the thorns I feel too because since I didn't have that firm foundation with God, I easily put other things before Him. Or like yeah. I just like, as you said, did you also worry? Oh yeah. In those times. Oh yeah. yeah. I would always worry. It's like I forgot who said it the other week at church, but it's like. You put all your worries, um, you you tell God you're leaving it at his feet, but then, like, you leave church and you're like, okay, yeah. so I know you're going to handle it, but I'm also going to try to do this at the same time. Right. Like, I never actually fully left it. Wow. So, no matter what the walk, you you know, people go through all of these. It's just, it's just important that you seek the end, you seek the good soil, mm-hmm. and you go that route because your life will never look better. True. Without Jesus. Mm-hmm. So... This is what um, came to me the other day, and I just wanted to share with everyone. You have God at the center of your life. You go through trials and hard times with way more ease than if you didn't have him. I've struggled my whole life with anxiety, confusion, and when the bad times came, I didn't know how to function, and I hurt myself way more than I had to. For about a year now, I've had Jesus at the center, And I can't begin to explain the difference he's made in my life. I find joy through the storm. I don't know how, but I do. Jesus. Well, I do know (laughs) how, right? Somehow I'm able to navigate my feelings with his wisdom through any season, and I feel him every day. I thank the Holy Spirit for it all. I tried to come to the faith several years ago, like I said, but my heart wasn't fully in it. The, bi- the biggest reason why people turn away from God is that they don't understand why bad things happen. But we need to understand that God created, created us with free will and humanity became a big cycle of cause and effect. All he wants you to do is realize this and turn to him even through the bad times and all the bad. So if you're a non-believer or even a slight believer, this is my testimony to you. If you have never gave in fully and allowed God a true chance to show you his power and grace, how can you say it's not real or that you don't believe certain things? I encourage you to try. He will save your life even if you don't believe you need saving. So thank you, God, for all you've done, and I will live uh, for you through eternity. Amen. So, um, that's all for the non-believers. And I think that was just a good little testimony. I think when I read that too, I was like, wow. I was like, all right. I really think I prayed about it too. And I literally wrote that so fast. I feel like the Holy Spirit was talking to me. It was like word after word. You weren't thinking really. You were just like typing, typing, typing. Yeah. And that's unreal. I mean, it's, um, not very common. Uncommon. Uncommon. That's what I meant. It's uncommon for me because I have to think about a lot of things. I have ADHD. It takes me a little while, but that just came to me. Like, I feel like I always think, like, twice, three times, four times before. Like, especially putting it out there on social media, too. Right. Um, 
So yeah, so like obviously like whenever you feel like you could just write and not go back and it actually sounds nice and beautiful and stuff like that. Yeah. Don't yeah. think it comes from him. And guys, every episode we're gonna have <laughs> we're gonna have a little hymn. I wrote a hymn for us to sing today. And we're gonna have a different one every time. Uh we just love harmony and singing. So we're gonna play that and we're gonna show you that. Thank you, Jesus, for delivering me. You have saved my life and set me free. Thank you, Jesus, for delivering me. If you just want to say this salvation prayer with us no matter your walk in the faith i just have this prayer that i'm gonna read so lord jesus i need you i welcome in the holy spirit that you gave to us thank you for giving your life on the cross for my sins by faith, I open the door of my life and my heart to receive you as my Savior and my Lord. Please forgive me of my sins. Thank you for your grace and for giving me eternal life. Take control of the decisions in my life. In you, I am now a new person. My past has been erased from the record and all things have become new. I now receive your Holy Spirit who promises to never leave me. Fill me with new desires that honor you and help me to become the kind of person that you want me to be. Amen. Just thank you, Jesus. Let's just close in some prayer. I pray that God, the source of hope, will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in him. Then you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you so much, Jesus. Thank you guys so much for joining our podcast today, and we hope that you join again. If you guys have any questions or topic ideas, feel free to comment below, or you can message us through Instagram. We are caffeinatedfaith1. And also, if you guys would like to worship with us or are trying to find like a home church if you're in Rhode Island, we are at Saving Grace Worship Center in North Providence. We're usually there on Sundays at 1030 and Wednesdays for prayer and a word at 630. We welcome you to subscribe to our YouTube page on Spotify, on Apple, called Caffeinated Faith. You can also find us on Instagram, which is Caffeinated Faith 1, or Facebook, Caffeinated Faith.